Welcome back, South Jersey football fans, to the South Jersey Football Frenzy Show, the playoff edition. The time is here. We no longer have to tease it, Coach Mack. We're finally here, man. Just like the playoffs have got here finally, the, the weather has come in, right? Yeah. It's like it was, we were in short, sleeve, short sleeves last week. I actually got a sweater on. I know. I mean, you know. It, this is sweater weather. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, we look great, soup. if I may say. <laughs> soup, 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 soup weather. Soup weather. Um, the playoffs do start this week for most of us. I know there's some consolation games going on right now. Football season is at its finest this week, next week, and then sectional championships, Thanksgiving, bowl games, a lot of good stuff. Good November. Absolutely. Good November. Couldn't be happier to be here with you guys. I know a lot of our commenters are in here. Derek, Rob, got the guys from Gridiron Access. Tyrone's in here. A lot of the usual suspects. Um, Keep on commenting. See if Will Hickson catches it live today for the trivia question or not. Appreciate all you guys. First off, though, we're going to shout out the guys who bring us here. Dave O'Sullivan, Glory Days Magazine. He is the presenting, I mean, he's presenting platform. He also has another platform, SouthJerseyImpact.com. Great features about people, places, dining, entertainment, health and wellness, and much more in South Jersey. Visit SouthJerseyImpact.com. South Jersey Football Frenzy Show also has a presenting sponsor in TurnersvilleJeep.com. Turnersville Jeep on Route 42 in Turnersville. Turnersville Jeep is proud to sponsor South Jersey High School football, has a huge inventory of new Jeeps, Chryslers, Dodges, and Ram trucks, and also a big inventory of pre-owned vehicles, plus an award-winning five-star service department. Drive a little, save a lot at turnersvillejeep.com, located on Route 42 in Turnersville, or visit turnersvillejeep.com. Mac, let's touch on the game of the week real quick, uh, turnersvillejeep.com, game of the week last week. We had the hats off winner on our show on Sunday morning. Be sure to go back and check that out. Hats on, hats on, umbrella up. Yeah, big time, big time. Trench coat on, boots on. Um, it was a lot of rain, but you know what? Myself, Kevin Minnick, Mike Frankel, Dan Ruseman, we were on the sideline the whole game. Joe Warner made most of the game, great photographer. Um, as Hamilton. Won 43 nothing over Triton. You, you don't get any, any extra points as media covering a game that all these guys are playing. Rod, there's referees out there. There's kids out there. They're, right. <laughs> I mean, it's part of it's what, what you do, what we do. Nobody win the press box. That's my point. I mean, granted, the press box at Triton is uh, tight. It's not very big. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, look, it was a great game for Hamilton. They came out. A.J. Riker, who we interviewed on Sunday, he had a huge game, two touchdown runs. He broke his leg earlier in the season, came back, performed admirably. Um, they've got a team that you're familiar with in the first round of the playoffs here. We'll talk about that in a second. But a big win for Hamilton. Um, look, you score early in a game like that with the rain, the conditions, yeah, just that, turned into a rout. Yeah, one, those things usually happen, right? One team starts gets excited to play in the rain, and the other right. team's thinking, let's get on the bus and – it's cold. Let's go home. And I'm not saying it would, you know, it could have happened either way, right? The other team gets in. But, but Hamilton's, you know, as they say, they're built for this, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is what they. And that's what Coach Jim Rasso said afterwards. He's like, if you're familiar with Hamilton, <laughs> we love when it rains, when it's cold, when it's muddy. Yeah. A lot of historic wins in that program have happened in weather conditions such as those. You know, they've got a couple nice wins here going into the playoffs and and feeling good about where they've got to go. I mean, they have a young, 
core. A lot of young kids that contributed. Riker is a senior, one of the few upperclassmen on the team. We'll be hearing from Hamilton as usual sure. um, down the line here. Yeah. Tough chore in first round, though. The other game I saw on Saturday, I did see um, Charlie Casaboon, who got the hat on Saturday, the safety for Ocean City. I got to see that ferocious defense of the Raiders as they beat Williamstown 31-14. to Beautiful day down by the ocean, Mac. Yeah, we, you, you talked about it. You started out the season down there. You ended the regular season down there. Ended huh? the season last year down there in the game that was stopped at halftime because of COVID. Yeah. Um, started at Battle of the Beach. We all did. We all got soaked, of course. Um, I was drier, actually, on Friday night than I was over here down at Wonderland Pier. You know, when it's um, raining in 80, it's a little different when it's raining in 40. So, you know. Yeah, it's a big difference. So, you know, Ocean City finishes the regular season undefeated. Williamstown struggled with the offense. We'll see if, if you know, we're hoping they can pull the upset in terms of one of these South Jersey teams going out of the area in the first round. We're going to touch on all the games in the first round, Mac. We got them all listed out here. Yeah. Big, big. Nowadays, you have to be, uh, we have to broaden these last three years. You have to broaden our horizons and knowledge. We have to know about the central football teams. Better yet, the central football teams have to know about us. All that, yeah. Um, and that's what we like. So it's going to be a big, big weekend for South Jersey. We're hoping all of our teams can come home with a win. A lot of them are playing each other. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, some, some, that's how the seating goes, you know. There's some uh, people. I mean, the, the the formulas have worked out pretty well. I mean, the way to get the, you know, the way the state has divided into, you know, the north one. There's 16 up there in each in each group. There's 16 down south and south two, and, um, you know, that they're they're seated up, and you know, we're gonna get some rematches. We're gonna we're gonna get second round. I mean, it's just, it's where they fall. It's where they fall. Max gonna have his whiteboard out. We're gonna look at that again. We're going to go through every playoff matchup that we can. We're going to talk a little bit about the bigger picture, maybe talk some, some memories. We got our nod of the week is a good one from a team that's expected to do some pretty good things this postseason as well. Chuck Langerman's trivia question. We got a lot for you guys. Can't wait to get to it. We'll be, right, we'll be back right after this to go into all that stuff. Welcome back, folks, to Glory Days Magazine's South Jersey Football Frenzy Show. I want to thank one of our sponsors, SRA Home Products, for their help all season long. South Jersey, let me tell you about my friends over at SRA Home Products. They've built more than 9,000 projects in the Delaware Valley over the past 25 years. I've had the opportunity to be around owner Mike Fody. I have nothing but the best things to say about Mike and his crew. SRA is a gold-accredited member of the Better Business Bureau under the elite provider status with Home Advisor, and they've racked up a ton of Best of South Jersey awards in the past. They contribute to multiple sport associations and are big supporters of Williamstown football. Find them online at srahomeproducts.com. 
This show is also brought to you in part by our presenting sponsor, Mall Chevrolet. Mall Chevy on Haddonfield Road. Mall Chevy is South Jersey's largest Chevy dealer and has been a big part in helping our community grow. They're proud to sponsor South Jersey High School football. Mall Chevy is our area's go-to dealership with the largest selection of brand new Chevys and a big inventory of pre-owned vehicles, plus an award-winning five-star service department. They're located on Haddonfield Road across from the Cherry Hill Mall or visit them at mallchevy.com. All right, Mac, I also want to give a shout-out here to our guy Bob Batters. Of, um, he helped us out with a lot of our information on the Shore Conference that we're going to be giving you tonight. Got some matchups. We're talking about some of those teams. Follow him on Twitter at Bob underscore Batters, B-A-D-D-E-R-S. And if you want to look at some of the news in the Shore Conference, go to shoresportsnetwork.com. Thank you, Bob, for your help. Yeah, I mean, it's tough enough seeing the, knowing the 80 South, South Jersey teams and, and then having to know a little bit about the 80 Central yeah. South Jersey teams. Sure. Well, look, um, you know, Bob... Bob does an excellent job at this time of year. I mean, we're not exactly exchanging tape in a clandestine parking lot to figure out who's got what. But at the same time, it's nice to have that camaraderie, and Bob does an excellent job. You're not job. in the huddle pool? I'm not in the huddle pool. Mac, get out your whiteboard well, here. I want, I want everybody well, to see what you've got to, uh, well, got I, to explain. Look, Do we look, have it? Look, I think it's I, over there. I think, I, where is it? Over here. Look. I, Let's bring it up here. Just, just like I get messy every week on this thing. Rod. I'm getting frustrated with some of these playoff talks because I'm getting calls because they're like, Mac, what, what's going on here, mm -hmm. right? Three, four years ago, the state said, hey, we're going to get almost to a state playoff championship, yeah. right? So we're going to divide everybody up. We're going to have a north one. Excuse me. We're going to have a north and a south. Correct. We, right? We got north and south. Correct. Okay. Then the state said, okay, we're going to have the – we're going to have a North 1 traditional section and a North 2 traditional section are going to combine up and we're going to take the 16 teams that usually make the playoffs there. 16. 16. Got it. Right. Okay. In the South, it's usually called Central and South. Now, why in their infinite wisdom, as we talked about, they don't they call it South 1 and South 2? Right. Yeah, that's, that's really... It would seem to make more sense. Because... Even though there are central teams in here, and there are south, I mean, eventually someone's going to win a, a central sectional title, but it's really not going to be... Well, a central team. It it's happened a few times. Right. I think Paulsboro won one. Right. Cedar Creek. So we understand what the state's doing, what they're trying to do, trying to set up a south, a north, to have a true kind of semifinal, you know, to win the bowl game. Plus, then this is where it gets a little, you know, this is where I'll get a little messy on the, on the whiteboard, right? So people say, Mac, what, what seed are we, right? So you have, a, you have a one seed, and, you know, you have a one and a 16, which in essence is a one and an eight. Yes. And then you have an eight and a nine, which is in essence a four and a five, right? Got right. Right here. Then you got a five and a 12, which is really a three and a six. And then you have a four and a 13, which is really a two and a seven. Correct. Which is that, that's on the one side. It's the other side, which would, on the, on the top, this would be their north one or north two or central one and south one. So you have a, you have a overall two seed, which is the one, right? You have, you have, a, you have an overall 15, which is this side's eight. That's right. I'm not going to go all the way down there. You don't have to. Yeah, no, but we get the point. When folks are saying, what number seed are we out of the 16 teams? Folks, 
It's the, it goes to, as Triple Mark always puts it, the NCAA format. Correct. One it's just as a matter of those extra trophies. It really is a 1 through 16, the same way it is in March Madness when you fill out your bracket. You know, 1's playing 16, 2's playing 15. It's just that because they're going to give a, a trophy or a plaque out at the end of the sectional finals, right. they split it in 8 and 8. But really, that's exactly how it's seated. So, and, be, and because the sectionals used to be 80 in the south and 80 in the central, they've combined those 80 and 80 to make it 160. Correct. All the teams. Right. Not in each group. And then, oh, oh by the way, there's five groups in each section, Rod. So, there you go. Yes. Now, sorry, sorry for the non-football whiteboard, but what, we, what I wanted to try to get across was Hopefully it's not too confusing when we refer to a central sectional title, which probably, not probably, right. could be a traditional South Jersey yeah, team. Yeah, in some of those groups, and if you remember a couple years ago, in Group 5, the central final was Cherokee and Kingsway. Correct. The south final was Williamstown and Lenape. That was a case where if they'd gone 1 through 16, it could have been different, right? Right. It's also a case where those four teams in South Jersey were the, were the best Four, four group teams. five teams mm-hmm. south of Trenton, say. Right. So in Central 1 and Central – or in Central and South, they were the best four. And if you put them all in the South, you kind of – I don't want to take away from the Central a little bit, but you'd kind of have like a paper champion in the Central. Right. So now you kind of have those two, a North 1, a North 2, which will play in an eventual bowl game. Yes. And you have a Central 1 and a Central – or excuse me, and a South 1, which will play in an eventual bowl game. Correct. And you'll have the de facto semifinal. We're, we're one, one more week away, but it'll be next Can I year. Your marker, marker. I don't, I don't have the whiteboard. I don't need it. But the important thing really is, this is how many teams are going to be left next year when it's all said and done. Can we see that, Rod? Is that we got, visible? We got it. One. We're going to have champs, and that's all that matters. This year, we'll put up with it for one more year. Our non-parochial, our non-publics. Correct. They get the but one. But for the publics, you know. Yes, I get it. We'll finally have our champion. And we'll have sectional champions as well. But we'll know who really runs the show. Let's start out. We're going to go with the playoffs. I, I put up a one. We're going to start in group one. We're going to go one and two. Then we're going to take a break. Then we're going to go through everything else. We're going to mention all this stuff a lot for you. First off, Central Jersey. Central Jersey. Group one. Central Jersey. The one seed in Central Jersey is in Paulsboro. <laughs> the most southern team in, <laughs> in, in... Besides Salem, but that's all right. Go ahead. Paulsboro <laughs> is the one seed. They will host South Hunterton at 11 a.m. on Saturday. The Red Raiders are on a six-game win streak. They've scored 35 or more in their last four. Wins over Gateway, Buna, Woodstown, and Sterling. The Eagles are 7-1. and one. They've won seven in a row. They're out of the big Central Conference. This would be a behemoth of an upset if Paulsboro weren't to win this game. Yes, um, Paulsboro, as they always do, it's, no, it's November now, um, it's playoff time, they just, they're usually hitting on all cylinders as these weeks come in, and, and it, does, it won't surprise me if that's where they are again. South, Hunterton coming down to Paulsboro on a 11 a.m. Saturday afternoon <laughs> game. It'll be an early morning, <laughs> early morning for uh, South Hunterton, yeah. the Eagles. <laughs> The winner of that game is going to play either New Egypt or Gloucester, and that game is at Gloucester, 7 p.m. on Friday night. Steve Burkhart, we've talked about all he's done at the running back position this year for the Lions. They're undefeated. Uh, New Egypt's lost once, 3 to nothing to Overbrook. 
Um, so I mean, usually you, this is a softball rivalry. These two teams in Group 1 played a lot of years in championship-level games with New Egypt and Glosser. These, they have a long history in that sport, maybe not so much in football. They do, and these middle bracket games tend to be, I mean, I, d I don't want to say the ones and eights are just toss-ups or, or easy games, but if you're... If you're handicapping these games, I mean, the middle games, the, the four versus five, right? You, it, it should be a little little tighter, right? The four yeah. fives and the three sixes in the middle here. Ones and eights are traditionally complete blowouts. I didn't want Twos to. Twos and sevens, there, are, there have been a couple upsets. We'll talk about one of them here in a bit. But, you know, four, five, three, six. Yeah. What am I missing? Two, seven. Two, seven sometimes. Yeah, but one eights usually. Yeah, three, six, shooing. three, six, four, five. There's only eight in the. In the set. Didn't we just go over the whiteboard? <laughs> I feel like Indeed. Russell Crowe Beautiful Mind. Um, the sixth seed in Central Group 1 is Gateway. They're going to play at Audubon. So this is a Colonial Conference rivalry. This is going to be 2 p.m. on Saturday at Audubon. The Gators are 3-5 and five and the Green Wave are 6-1. But they played earlier this season on October the 8th, and that was a shootout. Audubon won that one 48-30. Luke Hoke scored three times. Derek Bryant scored twice. And Scott Lynch scored twice for Audubon. Gateway got its action from Michael Scambia and Nick Tartamosa, mostly. There were 52 points scored in the second half of that game, so maybe some fireworks at all. Right. Look, um, this is going to happen a couple times throughout the sections. Um, the rematches. Yes. I mean, they're, you know. You a, won a championship on a rematch. Yeah, we Correct. did. Um, and, yes. And if, 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 you, if you gun to the head, I'd, I'd rather, you know, if you have to lose that a game, you'd rather lose during the regular season Correct. than in the final. You don't want to lose any of them. We didn't want to lose that regular season game either. No. Um, but a lot of these now rematches throughout the season, and, you know, those teams, you know, Gateway's kind of looking for some redemption. I mean, this is these are the ones that you get a little, if you're a coach, you're like, oh, man, we're the, we got to play a team we lost to and we're closely matched. This gets, this gets a little, little sticky. Yeah, so that would be an interesting matchup, 2 p.m. on Saturday. Saturday on Walnut Street at noon, Salem, the Ram Gang, they're going to play the Red Raiders. But it's not going to be Paulsburg. It's going to be Keyport, much different group of Red Raiders. They're 6-2 and two out of the Shore Conference. They lost last week to Point Pleasant Beach, 8-6. to six. They also beat Point Pleasant Beach, 45-26, to 26 earlier in the season. That was a rematch in the season. I would imagine the weather had something to do with the much lower score. Salem, you know, Ja'Kai Coates, um, the way those guys had been rolling down the stretch, they had that setback against Paulsboro, but they, they really they routed Pensgrove on the road. Um, they beat a good head and Heights team, thirty to thirteen, I believe, the week after or prior to that. And then last week they also rolled. So Salem feeling good about themselves as it comes playoff time. They're in that bracket with Paulsboro. So fun draws for Keyport and South South Hunterton having to go down to Salem and Paulsboro in yeah. the in the in the central. Yeah, and I'm not real familiar with the Shore Conference's uh, road venues, and I'm not too familiar with Keyport, but I can guarantee you this. They have never seen anything like Walnut Street before on Saturday. You know, Rod? No, nah, they definitely haven't. No, definitely they haven't. haven't. When the fire truck walks the kids in, uh, they're going to know it's a little bit of a different place. So They're not in Kansas? They're not quite in Keyport anymore. <laughs> um, South Group 1, on the other side of that bracket, we got Maple Shade at Woodbury, 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. These two teams played earlier in the season as well. Thundering Herd won it in the opener, 49-14 on August 27th. Maple Shades had a week off after a loss to Gloucester. Woodbury also was off last week. In that first game, Teddy Lockhart, the star back for Woodbury, he ran 13 times for 211 yards. 
four scores, and one of them went for 99 yards. Pretty good. Right. You know, again, another matchup, but this is a little different. Eight versus one. Woodbury's one of our top teams in the best 11, and they've been, you know, doing some good things all year. So it's, uh, you know, Woodbury's getting, uh, they're, gonna, they're getting their engine started. Asbury Park, another short team at the five seed. They're coming down to play Pensgrove, the four seed. That game is at noon on Saturday. Asbury Park has four losses. They came to some pretty good teams, though. Shores, the two seed in, the, in this group. Point Pleasant Borough is the one seed in, a group, in group two south. Raritan's the one seed in group two central. And Manasquan's the three seed in group three central. So, you know, four tough teams they lost to. Pensgrove also could say the same thing, right? They lost to Paulsboro, right. Salem, Woodstown, Woodbury. Again, five versus four. Correct. Right? Five, four, tight in tight inner inner uh, inner match within the uh, within the brackets, um, you know, nice to be nice to be home. And Mac, this is a game just when you look at the teams and who they've lost to in their respective conferences. This is a this is a game, in my opinion, that'll show the strength of the Shore and the strength of the West Jersey Football League. Pensgrove hasn't lived up to the expectations they had before the season, but they've lost to four really good Group One teams in South Jersey. Oh, yeah. And Asbury's lost to four teams in different groups that are pretty good in the Shore Conference. So if this game's close, it probably shows the teams are about you know four or five ish. Mm-hmm. If it's not, it gives you a better understanding of where the strength lies, right? Correct. And we've seen that. I mean, most of these, you know, most of these tend to be coming down south for these central teams. Not, I mean, not our last in the bracket here at the uh, the City Shore one, but you know. As they play out, we'll see the strength of the, the different conferences. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the sixth seed in that group is Middlesex. They come down to face Woodstown, 7 p.m. on Friday night. Uh, the Wolverines lost that first game to St. Thomas Aquinas, and they also lost to Paulsburg a couple weeks ago. They bounced back last week with a blowout of Absagami. The Blue Jays are 3-5 and five out of the Big Central Conference. These teams have one common opponent. It's St. Thomas Aquinas, and Woodstown lost 6 to nothing on the road up there in the opener. Middlesex lost to St. Thomas Aquinas later in the season, 41 to nothing. So you can't always make it equal footing in terms of common opponent, but no. in the terms of this one, it seems to speak to the six and three seeding there. Yeah, but I would tell my this this is entire ten year old don't don't look at dad they beat them and who beat them and they beat them. So Correct. It's, uh, plus, I would tell my kids, hey, that, that this was you it was know a long time ago. This is right? a long time ago. Yeah. Right. So so Woodstown, you know, they're in that bracket with Woodbury and Pensgrove. They didn't play Woodbury, but they did beat Pensgrove earlier this season. The two seed in that group is Shore. At 7 p.m. on Friday night, they will host Burlington City, the seventh seed. First-year head coach Caden Booker will take the Blue Devils up to face Shore. Um, also the Blue Devils. And, and they've won seven sectional finals in the past. They have two losses this year. Point Pleasant Borough, who, again, really, really good this year. And Raritan, who and, also uh, Caden, the top seed. Caden, got to give a shout-out to Caden Booker. He's done a great job with uh, City, you know. In the playoffs, traveling ashore. Yeah, you know, and then, you know these will be the games we see the strength of the conference possibly. Correct. Right. It, you know, typically you say, "Hey, two seven, you got to probably, you, you know, you might give the nod to shore." But you know, I, look, we're we're South Jersey centric. We're South Jersey fans, and these in these matchups, we want to we want to see South Jersey teams prevail. I, I tweeted last last night. Any South Jersey team that's playing an out of area team, everybody's rooting for you. The more teams we beat, the more it shows how good we are. But I wasn't rooting for the Braves last night. Well, no. Or the Astros. No. <laughs> this, this was a tough one. It's hard to root for either uh, one exactly. of them. Exactly. 
Uh, let's take a look at group two in the central. Barnegat heads to Raritan. Barnegat's the eight. Raritan's the one. The five-seed Overbrook heads to Hillside Saturday at 1 p.m. Overbrook's the five. Hillside's the four. The Rams have had a great year. This will be their tallest test of the season. The Comets are six and two coming out of the big central. Per Chuck Langerman, Overbrook sophomore quarterback D'Angelo Conquest, Conquest is the first quarterback in Camden County history to throw for over 1,000 yards in both his freshman and sophomore seasons. He threw for 1,009 yards in the shortened 2020 season and 1,702 yards so far this season. That's a conquest. That's a wordplay. Yeah. Great helmets, too. Congratulations, Coach Frank, on their division title. Um, they head to Hillside in Central Group 2. Middle Township is a sixth seed. They come up to play Haddonfield, the three seed. That game is 7 p.m. Friday night. The Haddons are a team a lot of people expect to maybe get it done here in these playoffs with the way things have been shaken out. Stunning result, Willingboro last week, I think, to a lot of people. Not sure, you know, we thought maybe Camden High, they're, they're out of the playoffs, of course. Coach Delano is so good this time of year when it comes to game plan and exploiting weaknesses. He truly is going to make you beat him left-handed. Um, Middle Townships lost once. They lost to Collingswood in overtime. The Haddons beat Collingswood 31-0 a couple weeks later. Haddonfield certainly the favorite in this matchup. Absolutely. Back at home, Coach Delano and folks, they've, as you say, they, they do a great job this time of year, playoff time. They're, they're, they're another squad that's used to being in, you know, they're not maybe as strong as they've been in the past talent-wise, but, right. you know, you walk through their hallways, you're in their locker room. This is where you're expected to be at the time of the year. It's not a surprise. The sophomores and juniors have seen this movie, as they say. Yeah. Um, they know how to act. They know what it's going to be like. It's an advantage. Well, they know the standard of that program is to come home with some hardware. This is not the best Haddonfield team we've seen. But, you know, you look at that group, it is wide open. And you look at the chops Coach Delano and, and his staff have, it's hard not to say that's going to make a significant difference when, everything, when the playing field is somewhat level. You look around at who's calling the plays and who's running practices. Uh, Brooks, the seventh seed, they head to Bernard's, who's a two seed in Central Group 2. South Group 2, um, the one seed's Point Pleasant Borough. They're hosting Monmouth, the eight seed. Five seed is New Providence. They head to Delaware Valley, who's the four seed. The sixth seed is Haddon Heights. They head to Nottingham at noon on Saturday. The Garnets got a huge win last week. They beat Willingboro at home 14-6. They'll rely on Ryan DeOrio at quarterback. Matt Iavara, really an unsung hero around South Jersey, but this guy can really play. He's a great defensive back, good receiver too. Um, does a great job. Jackson Ferrante, we've talked about how well he's played. He had an interception that game against Willingboro last week. The North Stars are unbeaten at 8-0 out of the West Jersey Football League Capital Division. Their closest game was last week against Notre Dame, 34-28. Their next closest game was 10 points. They've, they've won all blowouts this year other than those two. And the seventh seed in here is Sterling, and they head to Willingboro Friday night at 7 p.m. Willingboro's the two. This was 22-14 in overtime a couple weeks ago. Sterling comes in. They've lost three in a row. They lost to Haddonfield, Willingboro, and Paulsboro. Three really good teams. And Willingboro was stunned last week at Heights. They'll look to get their feet back under them. Could play if they win, and Heights takes care of business as well. They could see each other again. But yeah, not, not, this is an interesting bottom half of the bracket here with these teams. Yeah, He's not, got the two seed, just lost to the six seed. Barely beat the seven seed. And the three seed, Nottingham, 
Undefeated, not really sure how that levels out in terms of the competition, that division. Well, these two just played, right? They're, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the scary one, that you, the Willenborough Sterling. If I'm, you know, you just squeaked one out. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, hey, here's your, hey, Rod, your two seed. Welcome. Here's your, you got to get a seven seed against a team you just squeaked by in overtime. Right. And if you win, you play a team just beat you. Possibly. Well, well, that's good, right? <laughs> that's what you want. You yeah, want to go. Sure. And you want that rematch that way. You get through that first one. So you know, keep the eyes. You know, Coach Ever's got to keep those eyes. I'm sure on the Sterling. You know, let's take care of it um, and do what we do. And Sterling's saying, "Hey, we get we get a chance to kind of redeem ourselves from the overtime loss." And sometimes that loss the week before the playoffs, especially in a game where maybe you figure you'd win. A lot of people thought you'd win. Maybe attention wasn't where it was. You lose that. You get that attention back on what we can improve or else we get sent home early. Willingboro might not be the worst thing in the world, the loss they had last week. They still come in two seed, and they get Sterling, a team they're familiar with. Those are going to be very interesting games in the bottom of the South Jersey Group 2 bracket. Guys, continue to comment. We want to hear from all you guys what you want to see in the playoffs and what you're looking forward to most. Uh, we're going to be back right after this. We've got Chuck Langerman's trivia question. we got our nod of the week. Then we're going to look at the rest of the playoff groupings. In the final section of the show, we also have the best 11 rankings going into the playoffs. We don't do them during the playoffs. No nope. Best 11 rankings, where they stand, and we'll preview the game of the week. So sit tight. we still got a lot more playoff action to talk about. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the South Jersey Football Frenzy Show presented by Glory Days Magazine and sponsored by Cherry Hill Kia and Cherry Hill Mitsubishi. If you want to talk about top-notch selection and service that's the best around in South Jersey, take your car to either of these dealerships and you will not be disappointed. And while you're there, you could probably talk some high school football too. These guys love South Jersey high school football. Get over to Cherry Hill Kia or Cherry Hill Mitsubishi. Mac, let's go ahead with the trivia question here, man. I think we've got to wake up some of the viewers' comments are slowing down. We'll get this trivia question going, and maybe we'll get some good answers. Last week was a struggle. Yeah, a lot of guys are, are really visualizing these matchups. They're, they're in the zone. Digesting. Yeah, from the players. We mentioned last week, I think it was, Burkhart was doing uh, weights. Mm -hmm. and we said he'd only hit a certain amount. And later, um, his dad did comment that he was lifting weights. He wasn't. He was in the gym. Yeah. So maybe some of these guys are pumping iron. You know, they they got the they got on their ear earpieces and they're 
visualizing the days when they were on the field. Either way, let's get some answers here. So the question today, so Deuce Boyd, Rod's son, played defensive back and wide receiver at Timber Creek. He is at Assumption College in Worcester, Massachusetts right now. He's a freshman defensive back. And over the years, Division II Assumption College has sent a few players to the NFL. But the school's most famous football alum was an undersized four-year club football linebacker whose first coaching job after he graduated was the Assumption College girls softball team. Now he's a pretty big deal. He's, he runs a major college football program. Who is he? Who is he? Assumption yeah. graduate. That's a good one, Rod. That's a good one. Linebacker. It's a good one. I, I, will, I will say a lot of fans of this team. A lot of fans of this team. Good. Assumption College coach. A lot it, of fans from it, all over. It could be. The way that is worded, it's, it's kind of tricky when you say who's the most famous because most guys would think of the current player that's out there now playing mm -hmm. for the Saints. But not him. I don't think he's more famous than this guy. No, nah, not, not more famous than that guy. All right. No. Thank you as always, Chuck, for your help and contributions. We'll read out some answers as they come in. We'll let you know who gets the winning decision here. Uh, let's take a look at our nod of the week from one of South Jersey's biggest stars, Nasir Hill of St. Augustine. Last week in a win against Holy Spirit, you could see there was some, there was some rain. There are some drops on the screen. Uh, Nasir grabs this ball. He's right on it. He always has a knack for the ball. He takes it all the way to the house. Um, there were a limited amount of entries. There weren't a lot of games last week, and there were also a lot of film you couldn't see. I, I do want to give a shout-out to Cumberland. Now, they lost to Shalik in overtime, 14-6. to But they had a play at the end of that game that I did see. The, the, <laughs> there were guys jumping over the line when I think Shalik was going to take a knee or run out the clock. Cumberland gets it, runs it in for a touchdown, but they miss a two-point conversion and went to overtime. But it was through the screen of the press box, oh, and so it was raining. There, there was just no way you could see what exactly it? what was going right. on. Right, you would need – yeah, you, had to, you actually literally had to be there. You had to be there. You had to be there to see it. Right. Um, so, you know, Nasir, he gets it this week. Also, Berlin Township, you know, last week I think it was, A.J. Johnson got on here from his kickoff return. From the pass backwards. Yeah, from the pass backward reverse. Remember that? Yeah. Pass backward reverse. He had a pick six this week, and he had a punt return score. So that's, what, three knots in three week, in two weeks? Him. Yeah. <laughs> that's... He should be your fantasy football defense. should just be Anthony A.J. Johnson come playoff time. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at some of the playoff. Uh, thank you guys for your submissions, by the way, coaches. Um, Keep tweeting the videos through the playoffs. We'll continue to do knots of the week. Central Jersey Group 3. Oakcrest is the 8 seed. They're heading to Rumson Fairhaven at 7 p.m. on Friday night. It's a tough matchup for Coach Forrest in his first year in his young Falcons. Rumson's considered one of the best public teams in the state, Mac. What do you think? Yeah, Rumson had a big win last week against Long, Long Branch. Branch. Yeah, yeah. they are. Counted them. Yeah, they're good. They're well coached. They're disciplined. They just... Play really sound, tough football. As you said, they're one of, one of the tops in the state. Five seed and the four seed. This is a game here that's worth a watch. 
Delran and Burlington Township at 6 p.m. This game's at Burlington Township where Anthony A.J. Johnson will be playing. Delran's hoping he doesn't get any knots this week. Um, they played last year in Burlington Township, won 21-13, five and four seeds, like I said, and Coach Tom Padgett. This is, this is a great – look, this is what we talk about. 5-4, going to Burlington Township, Burlington County rivals. I mean, you can ride bikes to the opposing schools. You can ride bikes to the schools. Very close. Coach Tom Padgett, we're excited to have him, and Jersey Gridiron Scout is a proud partner of the show, providing behind-the-scenes insight and analysis of local teams' prospects. Um, I will say about Coach Padgett, he has a big deal going on Saturday, December 18th, at the Fieldhouse in Moorestown. It'll be the biggest recruiting event in the tri-state area. It's for all graduating seniors in the 2022 class. High school prep and JUCO prospects from any state, all are welcome. It's a great opportunity to showcase your skills and gain exposure in front of college coaches. 30 colleges have confirmed attendance to date. Coach Padgett's working to secure 50, more than 50, by kickoff of the event. Registration is live now at jerseygridironscout.com. Register today. Here's who Tom says to look out for. I know you're joking. Tom sends over a ton of guys. I centered it out today. I said, Tom, hey, we're just going to go with the big stars. Tom, There's a lot of stars in this Tom, game. I was teasing Trib because I apologize. I'm like, oh, really? He's telling us these guys are the ones to look out for? <laughs> these are the five best guys on the field. <laughs> it was my discretion. <laughs> it was my discretion. It was my fault. Burlington Township, three guys to watch. Jordan Dotson, wide receiver, defensive end, six foot three, two hundred fifteen pound senior, does it all for the Falcons. He's going to Harvard next year. Uh, shows up on both sides of the ball. Anthony A.J. Johnson, we talked about him. He scored two defensive touchdowns or three defensive and special team touchdowns in two weeks. I saw him; he was unbelievable against Pensacola earlier this season. JMU commit. Gage Miller, quarterback, six foot one. Top, one of the top quarterbacks in the 2022 class. Solid, productive prospects. Put up great numbers a year ago. Continues to produce entering the playoffs. A lefty, a southpaw. Good velocity on his ball. Tenth in South Jersey in passing yards. Sixth in South Jersey in completion percentage at 60%. Ninth in South Jersey in passing TDs, 13. And he's tied for third in South Jersey with least interceptions thrown at four. And then Del Rand, a couple big guys here, right? Kenny Fletcher, monster. Nasty. Number 14, wide receiver, defensive end, senior 6'6", 220, big-time player. Coach Padgett thinks he might be the best two-way player in South Jersey, arguably one of the top players in the state. What do you think he's going to weigh when he's done Rutgers? Do you think they'll give him the 265? Rod, he's 220 right now, right? 6'6". Six, six. It, it depends on where he's going to play. I, I don't know if they have him as a receiver or... A defensive guy? I'm not too sure. Tight end? I see Shannon put him on the end and just saying, yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 6'6". Six, six, I mean, put him on the end opposite Aaron Lewis. Yeah. Right? Right. Some good bookends. Be pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, Watch, you play receiver, what we know. <laughs> <laughs> he plays with a physical presence, disruptive at the line of scrimmage, of course, extremely tough to handle. One of the most violent players, Tom has evaluated violent on the field. Zach Palmer-Smith, ZPS, the running back, 5'10", 205-pound senior. We talked about him, it seems like, week in, week out. He didn't quite hit that 300-yard plateau for the third consecutive time, so Jamari Bogan's uh, most recent record per Chuck Langerman still in effect there. Um, powerful prospect, physical between the tackles, quickness to bounce the ball at the perimeter. Look for Zach to carry it early and often, 25-plus carry player. 
per game. Leads the state in rushing with 1,479 yards. Fourth in South Jersey with 9.5 yards per carry. Fourth at 9.5 yards per carry. Fourth in South Jersey with 16 touchdowns. A lot of good running backs this year, Mac. That's a big one. Five and four. Delram, Burlington Township, Central Group 3. Township can score. Special teams we've talked about. Delran, control the ball. Run the ball. Yeah, and that's... That's going to be the game plan for Coach Lucas. and Coach Lucas, I believe the offensive coordinator might be Frank Holmes, right? Mm-hmm. Formerly of Holy Cross. Formerly Tom of Madeira, but formerly of Holy, Holy Cross. Yeah, but Frank's, Frank's back at home, back right. at Del Rand. He That's where he started his, you know, his gig. So, and, you know, and Frank's an offensive lineman. Look, Frank can spread it out and throw it with the best of them, but yep. when Frank knows he can run it, <laughs> he gets a smile on his face and he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna run it. Um, so that, that's something to look out for early. How in the trenches does Del Rand, you know, can, can Bowen and Township match the physicality up front? Yeah, I think that's one of our most exciting matchups in the first round. Without a doubt. Uh, number six seeds, Homedale, they'll head to Manasquan, who's a three in Central Group 3. And seven seeds, Triton, at Woodrow Wilson, 1 p.m. Rod will be streaming that, D2 Sports Network on YouTube. Uh, Wilson's rolling. They had a week off. Triton struggled last week. I saw them. We talked about that earlier in the show. These two met in the playoffs in 2018. Wilson won that one. I was there as well, 41-6. South Jersey Group 3. This one might be, yeah, I think these two brackets here in terms of the publics across the state, these are two of the toughest ones in, South, in Group 3. Apsagami heads to Cedar Creek at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Cedar Creek's hoping to move into the next round. Uh, they beat Gammy 55-0 earlier this year. Per Chuck Langerman, JoJo Bermuda's 159 career receptions and 2,658 career receiving yards headed into the playoffs. JoJo, JoJo currently ranks fourth all-time in career receptions. Four behind former Palmyra star Kelvin Harmon, we talked about last week, mm-hmm. and fifth in career receiving yards, also behind Harmon, was set by 77 yards. The South Jersey record for receptions is 180 by Pennsville's Drew Birdsaw in 2013. And the career receiving yardage record is 3,088 by who? You're asking me? Yeah. Isaac Kirby. Isaac Kirby. Holy Cross. Holy Cross. A lot of Holy Cross action. Ah, uh, Holy Cross could, they used to, they could, they could chuck it points back in the day. Um, you know, they did uh, Bradowski and all, and the company, and Wally Lundy, et cetera. Some pretty good teams. Won some pretty big games. Et cetera. Um, <laughs> the five seed in that bracket's Rahway. They head to Somerville, who's the four seed. The six seed is Ewing. They head to Delsey, who's the three seed. That's at 7 p.m. Friday night. The Crusaders, I think they're going to have their way in this one. Delsey's unbeaten. It's an interesting matchup around the corner. Should they win the two seed down there? Who's hoping their host in Hopewell Valley in the first round is Wall, the two seed. So we could see, you know, Wall and Delsey played in the sectional final not too long ago up at Rowan. We could see them in the second round. That would be an interesting matchup. Yeah, huge sec. I mean, but you look at this, man. I mean, look at Group Three. We've talked about it all year. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at Rumson, Wilson, Burlington Township, Cedar Creek, Manasquan, Cedar Creek. Somerville, Delsey, Wall, those are it's a juggernaut. seven or eight pretty good teams there, Rod. Yeah. Yes. yes. Different identities, right? Yeah, Wall, Wall's pretty good. They, they run single back shotgun power. Um, 
They're pretty good. Well, I, I've seen them in the playoffs um, two two years. Rumson, they're yeah, big. Very good. They, I mean, and they're really good. Physical. They're really good. Yeah. They're physical. Yeah, yeah. And Delcy, of course, we know they run the ball. We know what Cedar Creek can do balance-wise. Right. Wilson, balance-wise, they both have really good backs. And Oglesby for Wilson and Howard for Cedar Creek. And then the pass game. You've got right. Wilson notoriously mm-hmm. knows how to throw the ball around when they need to. And for Cedar Creek, they got JoJo. And a guy, Elijah Small, Smalls. who comes up in big positions, J.C. Landesini, Wilson has our guy mm-hmm. Devin Cartman. So interesting, interesting teams there. Yeah, got to run the ball though this time of year. Yeah, and but you know what, Mac? A lot of times we look at these matches, we, and I can I can hear guys telling me right now, especially Will Hickson always says, "Styles make fights," right? Right, that's and that's thing. that's what I was going to I was going to say that styles yep. make fights. However, the teams that are balanced, they can fight any which way they got to fight. Those right. are usually yeah. the teams that win. Right, is the teams where whatever your style is, we can do that. Well, or we could do it our style. Or we could counter. And, and, correct. And you don't got to be yeah. balanced, right? I mean, I, when we say balanced, you don't need to be a threat fit, of balance. A threat, exactly. Like we, we played Timber Creek in 16, and they had, they had Mr. Leary, right? Correct. Right? And, but they didn't come out and throw it 50 times. They ju- they, they, mm-hmm. Just enough that you had, to, you had to be honest in the box. You weren't mm-hmm. going to drop eight. You drop eight, they, they were getting 12 yards a clip running the football. Right. Plus their defense that year. Wow. Like, <laughs> come on. So, yeah, you know, full teams we're talking about. I mean, that's that you could rival that 16 team with some of the best ever in South Jersey. Right. So, I mean. But when, you knew they could do either if they had to. Right. So, you don't have to be, when they say balance, like your point, you a threat of balance. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'll never forget when West Defford beat, I believe it was Cedar Creek in the championship at Rowan. Might have been Clyde's second to last season. 16. Right. They win that game. Were they a balanced team? No. But they had to complete two or three passes to win that game. That was the difference in winning and losing, and they completed them. One was a touchdown to Kenny Lim. Right. They needed enough balance to win. You know, when you look at a team like Delsey, we know they could turn out the yards, right? They're going to be able to run it when they need to. But there might be a time where they have to hit a play in a pass game. Right. Can they hit that? You know, that – they don't need to throw it 15 times, to your point, Mac. Right. But be effective when you do and play tough, tough defense. Play yeah. defense. Defense travels. And uh, you might have to punt the ball every once in a while. <laughs> there you-, <laughs> you might have to punt it once in a while. Yeah, I said it, Rod. There you go. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna- <laughs> Let's talk about Group 4 real quick. Central Group 4, Heightstown heads to Winslow. This is 7 p.m. on Saturday. Winslow's playing on Saturday. The Eagles hope to keep things going. All year we expected Winslow and Millville to be right there at the top. We've been right um, in Group 4. I think Winslow will uh, keep things going. Timber Creek heads to Colts Neck at noon on Saturday. Colts Neck's pro-style team in terms of eye formation. They run first. Um, Tommy Fallon is a four-year starter at quarterback. Wayne Krebet's son is on this team. That's interesting, right? Former Jet, yes. Yeah. Hofstra, Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, Colts Neck, Timber Creek, look, they've, they've hung around against some really tough teams. I mean, you look at Wilson, Pensalkin, I think they lost uh, Camden High. Some of these games, they were in them. And there were some other games where they weren't. Colts Neck, this is an opportunity for them to see a faceless opponent, right, go down and show everybody how tough South Jersey truly is. Uh, another team that has that 
chance is Clearview, the sixth seed. They head to Lacey's 6 p.m. on Friday night. Big win for Clearview last week against Mainland. Boosted the playoff odds. Lacey has quarterback Noah Bernardi, three-year starter. Their balance team, Scott Stevens, linebacker, fullback, another top player for Lacey. They're going to do what they do. Run the ball, play defense. It's worked a long time for, for a long time for the only coach in program history. Yep. All South Jersey matchup at the bottom of that bracket. Number seven, Hamilton. Heads to Shawnee, the two seed. These teams play in the playoffs every, every year. I was gonna say, this is like a they, they pencil this in as a matchup, whether it's a four, five, two, seven, three, six, what have you. This year it's a two seven. Hammy's going to Shawnee. Very familiar with each other. Shawnee usually gets the better of these matchups. Um, Hamilton, again, I saw them beat Triton 43-0. A different team with A.J. Riker in there running back than they were during the season when he was out with Can, a broken leg. Hamilton controlled the game last year. They played this, the eve of Thanksgiving. That's right. And uh, Hamilton, uh, you know, down, controlled, the, controlled the game. Yeah, a lot of folks are looking at this Shawnee-Winslow matchup down the road. Should it get there, the fans at least, imagining what a great matchup that could be. Parents aren't. Right. Pa- parents want to get by Hamilton. Yeah, so does <laughs> Coach Gushu. Um, per Chuck Langerman, with 5,212 passing yards, Matt Wellesley, the Shawnee quarterback, is the 23rd South Jersey quarterback in history for, to throw for more than 5,000 yards in a career. Chuck also lets us know the junior kicker, Darren Wu, perfect 33 for 33 on extra points and two for two on field goals this year, 31 and 25 yards. Darren Wu's been a nice addition. He come out, come out for the team and been perfect in extra points. You know, Matty Wellesley, we've talked about on the show. I, I've seen him play not only since he was four. I've seen him play m- most of his high school career, all his games. Yeah. You know, won a sectional title as a freshman, um, as a sophomore, won another sectional title, and then won a bowl game. Uh, junior year, COVID year. So he's, he's not... Uh, He's not new to this, right? I mean, when your quarterback has been in these spots, I mean, I saw him last week. I, we talked about a pre-show. Northern Burlington had a chance to tie the game. Uh, went for a field goal, didn't make it. Shawnee goes 95 yards in six plays. I think Wellesley threw for 260 or some last week. He felt like he was, I don't know, 12 for 14 maybe, something. Um, um, he, he, was, he was tight. Yeah, he, and not, not for nothing. Tight, Matt, tight in a good way. Not for nothing, but... You know, just looking forward, if, if fans do get that matchup of Shawnee and Winslow in the final, that's two guys who are going to be in, on the short list for all South Jersey quarterback, and Hamaz Duran and Matty Wellesley, two of the best I've seen this season. I'd like to see them duel it out. That'd be pretty cool well, to you, see two of the best gunslingers in South Jersey. I mean, you and I can talk about yeah, we, 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 could, we could talk that about that, but Coach Scott and Coach Gushy would yeah, have. They, 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 they don't want to hear anything about it, no, but I'm saying. no. That would be a star-studded, star-studded showdown. Yes. Of course, it would happen the coldest weekend of the year. Mm. Probably be too windy. Mm. A lot of, it's a lot of we have to bring back the whiteboard and go over power again. Get you all a little. We could do uh, a little zone read. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> do the Matt Wellesley sprint out. He's the best at it. Well, yeah, a little sprint out or, or impromptu Russell Wilson type stuff for yeah. Wellesley. Yeah, he's a joy to watch. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, South Jersey Group 4, Toms River South's the 8 seed. I don't think anybody envies Toms River South this week as they head to Wheaton Field and Millville, the 1 seed, 6 p.m. Bolts are mighty tough. Indians at the Bolts. Toms River's good, right? I mean, I mean they, they're, they're programmed. They're, they've, but 
It's just they're catching a bandsaw. They, they also have the most interesting <laughs> baseball stadium I've ever been to. The fence is the is the, the school's wall. Yeah, it's like the lines just painted on. If it goes over here, it's a home run. I think Todd Frazier went there. That's pretty cool. I wouldn't even draw the line. I'd make it like uh, like the Green Monster. The Green Monster. Right yeah. over the over the wall would be a home run. What the? If why do you hit, need a if line? If it hits the wall, it's well, it's, it's the in. line. It's it's weird. The wall juts out like that. It, it's very odd. I've been there. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, I've been there. The hitting Indians. Well, they're gonna need some hitting. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna do much hitting against Mill, but those guys just kind of like run around and make it look easy. Mm-hmm. The bolts. Uh, another short team in Central, the five seed in that group, they come to Pensauken, 4 p.m. on Friday. That game is 4 p.m. Friday. If you're looking for an early afternoon game, you might be able to hit a double dip. You pick the right games. Uh, Sawkins an interesting case. They can play with a lot of different teams. They're younger, but they've got some fantastic skill position players, um, especially in Johnny Shakur and, and Elijah Jennings. Elijah Jennings, just a really, really unbelievable talent. Their athleticism is not exactly what Central has. Central, run the ball, play defense, field position, all that nonsense. Started 6-0, faded a little bit down the stretch. Chase Gumbrecht at running back, he led the shore in rushing for most of the season. He's a one-cut downhill guy, and Anthony Musso at linebacker leads the defense. Sawking in the playoffs, Matt. I'd love to see it, right? Hosting a playoff game. Yeah. Right? That's a, it's a, you know... Get through that first playoff game and win. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, don't worry about, don't worry about that down there. Don't worry about that orange. <laughs> don't worry about that team down there. They've played enough against each other. Um, but yeah, this is this is a fun time, and Salkin can uh, four o'clock funny start. But like you said, catch another game. Yeah, no doubt. Freehold Burroughs, the sixth seed. They had to Long Branch, the three seed. The seventh seed here is Mainland. They head to Ocean City, the two seed, at 6 p.m. on Friday night. It's a rivalry game, of course. Charlie Cosaboon talked about that on Sunday's Hats Off podcast. Go back on this page and find that and watch that. Uh, he was great. A couple of years ago, the roles were a little bit reversed. They played the last week of the season. Mainland beat Ocean City. Then the playoffs, I think Mainland was the two seed. Ocean City went in there and won. Yes. Um, I was, yeah, that was, two, that was uh, two years ago. Yeah, because then Ocean City played Shawnee. In the, in the sectional final. Correct. Yeah, at Shawnee. Um, speaking of that, the last time Ocean City finished the regular season undefeated was 96. And then they finished totally undefeated when they beat Shawnee 27-7 in the sectional final that year. Now, this is a much different team. Mainland quarterback Marlon Leslie did not play against Clearview last week. A lot of bragging rights on the line, of course. Um, really, really good on defense. Sean Mazzatelli at running back last week was really, really good for Ocean City. The Red Raiders have that defense that will travel. Defense, hard running game, you know, formula. Um, you know, they've been kind of on this the whole year. Special, special group of kids. Uh, South Ford. But, you know, look, we talked during the season, right? You look at the top six, seven that we have, three, four of them are, you know, Millville, Winslow and Ocean City are top five, six teams in yeah. in South Jersey. Shawnee was up there, and Shawnee's been up there with I mean, you know, and you know with losses to Augie, Millville, and Cherokee. Chuck, good, good teams. Chuck also lets us know that Ocean City kicker Brendan McGonigal has 114 career extra points. That's tops all time in Cape May County. So they have a kicker, which again is important this time of year. Guys, we're still looking for the answer to the trivia question, aren't we? We're still looking for it? Or did we no, get we it? got it. We, we got, got it. Who yeah. was it? 
Brian Kelly. Who, who got the answer? Um, the first one that came in on my end was from Marshall Washington. I think my comments aren't up to date. I apologize, guys. Marshall Washington. Got it. Got no, it. Notre Dame's Brian Kelly played linebacker, Assumption College. Yep. Club linebacker. Every, everybody got softball it. Team. Yeah, Dennis Thomas chimed in. Um, Will Hickson, Ryan Handy. You're not the a last comment I have on mine is Dens that says go prep 52 <laughs> minutes ago. So <laughs> really? I thought you guys were slacking and really this egg on my face. On this uh, I mean, you you may have been knocked out something, knocked, knocked the Wi-Fi out, so <laughs> it could have froze up on you. I apologize, guys. That's why I'm not, I don't, I'm not why, ignoring you. That's why I don't have any technology here, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't have <laughs> Look at the whiteboard. I'll get to no comments on the whiteboard. I got my crowns and <laughs> Central Group Five, um, New Brunswick's the eight seed. They head to Hillsborough, who's the one seed. Five seed is Williamstown. Another one of these sh- matchups with the Shore team. They go to number four Southern at seven p.m. Um, Southern is Jaden Brown, all-time leading rusher in school history at Southern. Nate Committee fullback and defensive end. At Williamstown, Turner Inge, look, 102 tackles, 1,210 yards this season. He's within 170 yards of the school record for yards in a season. Going to Villanova, he's just an incredibly impressive player and kid. Look, Williamstown for them is, I hate to use the word down, but I don't want to be Southern this weekend. Right? I mean, you got Turner Inge coming in. Oh, oh, by the way, they're the fifth seed. And, oh, last year they were probably one of the top. The last, over the last three years they've been the top team in South Jersey. Um, and their back's going to Villanova. And we got to tackle them 35 yeah. times. And Ocean City, you know, Ocean City won that game 31-14 on Saturday. That score is 7-7 late in the, in the first half. Ocean mm-hmm. City scored right before half. They had a big kickoff return to start the second half. They go down punching it again. Williamstown, you know, they're not what they were in the past. There's no doubt about that. But their margin, some of these teams, a margin for error or, or, you know, things get a little bit out of whack. It can be tough to get that right. snowball back up the hill. Right. But that, and for that, most of the first half, with well, that, Inge running it and the defense playing that, well. That comes, they, that comes with a little bit of youth, too, right? Correct. You get you get a little down. You're like, oh, the, the mountains. You, you That takes maturity to look at, like, a two-score two mm-hmm. law. Uh, deficit and say, okay, we can still get this. We, we can still, you know, in high school, you know, look, in the NFL, we know, right? It's three, three, four scores. You can still be, you can play all night. You'll be in it, yeah. right? College, you get three scores in high school. It's, I don't see many teams coming back from three, two kids start getting sad. You know, you're still dealing with, you know, you're still with kids. Young kids. Young yeah. kids. And, you know, so Williamstown, you know, I, I uh, you know, I, I like a big back in the playoffs, I, and I like him, too, a lot. So, The comments went crazy during this. You want to see me in a Dak Prescott jersey? <laughs> yeah, I mean, good luck with that, Doug. That came in? A lot, of things, will hap- a lot of things will happen before that happens. That's not happening, huh? Pigs will fly. Millville will lose at home to Tom's River South. You know, I like I, I <laughs> before that happens. The problem is, I like Dak, and I didn't when you know when Dallas drafted him. I was like, damn. Yeah. Now I gotta like you know he's a good he's a he's good and he's good tough player and he plays for Dallas. So that's I don't like him anymore. <laughs> it is what it is. It is that's the way it is. That's that's how you raised it. 
I don't like him. Yeah. What can you do? I think he's a good guy. I mean, <laughs> looks like he's comfortable in his sleep numbers. <laughs> Eastern's the sixth seed. They you think he gets to made North fun of for the black shoe, the black cleats? Ah, oh, they kill him. <laughs> they kill him. <laughs> Look at Trim. He's like, all right. All right. All right. Eastern's the sixth seed. Lionel Bowling gets his playoff debut at North Brunswick. Three seed, 7 p.m. Um, look, the Raiders are 6-3 and three out of the Big Central. This is a team Dwayne's familiar with. I know up there. Dwayne, good to see you in here. Hector needs a hats off sticker. Guys, we get, I, I have so many hats off stickers in my house. You guys find me. You don't have to buy one. I'll give you a thousand of them. Yeah, I think I, I have a couple you laying got, around. You got a bunch. You, I mean, I give, up, I give them people you... stacks of them. I said, go, dude, yeah. I don't want to know about it, but put them on, like, septa trains. <laughs> put them everywhere. I don't care. Um, and I get reprimanded for Dak's shoes. Yeah. Eastern and North Brunswick. The seventh seed is Egg Harbor Township. They head to Cherokee, the two seed, at 6 p.m. Friday night in the bowl. Do you, I like the Chiefs in this, like... Yeah, in this in this bracket, I like the Chiefs as well. And EHT though, Mac, they're seven and three. They rolled through their last four games against non-playoff teams. They did what they what a playoff team should do against non-playoff teams. Um, they beat AC Seneca, Pemberton, and Vineland by a combined score of 154 to 12. They took care of business to get in the playoffs. You got to right. give them a lot of respect for that, and they're feeling good. Four Look, games. Look, this row. is not a shot at Egg Harbor. This is having to tackle Bam. Right. Yes, which, that's, which that's very few can do. Tackle Bam. Right? Yeah. I mean, Bam's going to – and we've said on the show, it's a broken record. Glatzy and the, and the staff there is going to keep giving it and giving it and giving it. Yeah. They don't need to prove that they can do something else. We saw it. Don't line up in the same stuff and do the same things. And when you got that guy – some of the runs he's made this year, a lot of the runs he made this year, um, special dude. So, uh, uh, yeah, to your, kudos to Egg Harbor, but they're going to have their hands full with that cat. No doubt about it. And, again, we go back to common opponent. Look, there was one. Look, that's the alert. That's – they're getting ready for the Salem game. That's EHT. I think they're calling <laughs> in on Bamboria. They said – <laughs> Here they, they're coming out BHT on they Friday headed, night. They headed to Walnut Street, man. They're, they're starting headed, early. Yeah, they're at the Walnut Street, <laughs> Montreux. They're, they're a couple days early. Uh, one common opponent for these teams, Cherokee, of course, lost to Washington Township in overtime, and Washington Township beat EHT early in the season, 46-14. to 14. South Jersey Group 5, Lenape, 2-6. and six, Not where we expect to see them usually. Rough year for the Tribe. They're the eighth seed. They head to Washington Township, 7 p.m. on Friday night. Um, you know, Township, we look at town. You used to talk about Cherokee. I like Township. I mean, I want to see these two teams play in a bowl game. Well, yeah, different, yeah, listen, different bracket. Yeah, I think they're the favorite down in the south bracket. Um, you know, my, my friends on uh, Church Road, they're still practicing hard. I mean, they, they, uh, they, they don't like that they got two wins right now, and, and – I'm sure they're walking through their hallways, kind of kicking their stones a little bit, saying, hey, we can, you can write a bad season real quick. You come in and take care of a one. Right. So Olympic it, Conference, former, almost formerly Olympic Conference rival, that, right? Township's leaving for the Tri-County and the other sports. Some funky games with uh, Lenape in, uh, in the early years when I was in 2012, 2013. 
skin of our teeth, lost one a tough one down there, lost a tough one at home. Um, you know, um, look, I did, and Township's really good. So it's, uh, you, you know, when you're, when you're getting your guys ready as a, as, a, as a one seed, we've lost as a one seed too. So you, you have to know, you got you to be ready to, to take on all comers, especially in the Group 5 world, right? right. I mean, it's a, right. it's a different, different animal. Now, speaking of that, the fourth seed here in this group is Kingsway. They will host Old Bridge, who's a five seed. Kingsway beat Township earlier in the year. Could have one of those great semifinal matchups again. You know, you can't pencil Township in. They lost the team that they could face in the second round. But you speak about Kingsway. We talked about when they played Cherokee in that Central Jersey final a couple years ago, Mac. That year, the Dragons went on the road and upset Old Bridge as a lower seed, 34-7. to uh, that year. The Knights are 6-3. and three. They're out of the big Central Conference. They're an option team. Lawrence Hunter running back is more than 1,000 yards. He has 14 tonners, uh, touchdowns. Carter Williams, a guy to watch up front for Kingsway. Excellent player. And Daryl Brown, Jr., skill guy who can do a lot. They get him at home. Again, though, two teams are familiar with each other from a couple years ago. Kingsway, get that win. He lost to Cherokee, beat Atlantic City. They can get this. They get another shot at Township again. Right. Beat them once. So, you know, Kingsway's been that, like, a uh, little bit of an anomaly, right? Up and yeah. down, up and down. I mean, playoff time, playing the option team, familiar with each other from past. And, uh, you know, it's nice to be home. It's good to have a home game. Right. Beautiful field, beautiful facility down there. It's gonna be, and the student body's done an unbelievable job supporting the Dragons. So it's a cool time. The sixth seed is East Brunswick. They're at Tom's River North, who's the three seed. The seventh seed's Edison. They head to a team that... Kevin Minnick says it'd be tough to beat in this group. Manalapan, the two seed out of the Shore Conference. Again, special shout out to Bob Batters for his help with some of these scouting reports. Follow him on Twitter at Bob underscore Batters, B A D D E R S, and visit his website, shoresportsnetwork.com, for information about these teams as we move forward. Uh, the non public A and B Mac, just two groups this year, so let's go roll through this. Non public A, we got three buys Bergen Catholic. St. Augustine, and St. Joe Montvale. The 9 and 8 are Notre Dame and Donovan Catholic. The winner of that goes to Bergen Catholic. St. John Vianney at Seton Hall Prep. Pope John at St. Peter's Prep. The winner of those two games are going to play each other. Paul the 6 is the 11 seed. They head to Don Bosco, the 6 seed, 7 p.m. Friday night. Declan Williams and the Eagles have their work cut out for them with the Ironmen. As do Coach Gary and the Irish came to Catholic, the 10 seed at Del Barton, the 7 seed at 1 p.m. on Saturday. The winner of that game will play St. Augustine. St. Augustine earned that by Mac. I mean, it's a big, big year for them. Yep. So much experience, veteran leadership on that team. They're going to play at home until that final game as long as they keep winning. They get the bye. Don't have you to got go, to think this is exactly don't what have, you – I mean, what more would you want? Don't have to go up north, take care – you know, the Cam Catholic Del Barton probably will be Del Barton. Del Barton's coming to your place. You know, the physicality, the boring defense, six big linemen we talked about the prior weeks that a lot of people sometimes complain about that Augie does. I don't know. I'd rather win football games. And, well, and Coach Lancet is, is building to win – in December, November, December. And in those groups, or has the built. last team that went up there, and Rod, you were there, mm -hmm. the last team that, w that went up there and won and was very close to winning a second game, 
that team again was like a culmination of a built. Like it, it can't be year in year out right now. Where's that? Like it, you gotta build to these teams, and this year's team for them again with the seniors. Yeah. With D1 guys, right. you know, left tackle, left guard, den, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um, the team that's going up now, is, it's close to the team that went up before. The only difference I probably will say would be at the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. um, I think McClear has a little more experience just playing in the system. Yeah. Where before, I believe it was, um, was it Austin? I think so. I think it was Austin. He was a lot younger. Right. So, um, you know, before they had Cornell Davis and um, some dudes. Uh, what's that? The, the, the Jake they had yeah. big Jake and gotcha. Isaiah Rakes and yeah. guys like that. They had some really legit D1 guys. This team, same thing, legit D1 guys that are going up there. But I think they have them in the right positions. Kanye Udo, I believe he was a sophomore, yeah, I believe. So he, you know. They have experience going up. Din played, so it's a it's a little different, but they're they're definitely built. And they don't to, have uh, to go, go up, up until they go up for the, correct. They right. Don't, they don't got to get right. on the bus until the final. Yes. And the and the most important thing is they have the players with experience. They have the skill set, mm -hmm. and they have that team. Right. That says we beat them before. Yep. We've been here before. Yeah. We beat these guys. Yeah. They know. Okay. So now yes. now it's like. This is the standard. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. It's not before where those guys had a heck of a lot of credit to them because mm -hmm. they, to break through on the road like yeah. that and get that elephant off your back for future generations to say, or future classes moving forward to say, guys. But their, ro their road will probably be Del Barton, St. Joe Montvale, Bergen, Bergen Catholic. Bergen. So if you win Bar it, you've earned it. <laughs> And then some. I mean, you're the number one team in the state if that happens. Yeah, that's a lot of. I think they could do it. I mean, again, a lot of the guys who played before, they were 10th graders. Mm -hmm. You know, now they, they have the experience of, of knowing what it's like to take the bus ride up. So, you know. Right, and I think the – I don't. Coach Lancet has now been there. A little bit longer. Yep. Four or five years. Mm -hmm. And the whole staff. That's what I mean. The, yeah. the, his guys are there. Um, I know what I don't know, no. But when the door's shut, you know they don't they don't care. They don't they're not going for style points. Right. right. They don't care. Yeah. Right. They're going for wins. Yeah. Right. They're going to punch in the face, and they don't care. And as always, all South Jersey be rooting on the Hermits um, in those games. Non-public B. Immaculata is the eight seed. They head to DePaul, the one seed. The five seeds, Holy Spirit, they head to Hudson Catholic, the four seed. Spirit struggled down the stretch. They hope to get this one under their belt, though. Um, a lot of senior leadership on that team as well. St. Thomas Aquinas, we mentioned them a couple times. They're the six seed. They head to St. Joe. This will be played at Hamilton's Middle School. This game is Saturday, Capella Field. Uh, St. Joe is coming on strong down the stretch. They've been getting better and better and better, it seems like, each week. They welcome St. Thomas Aquinas. The winner of that game will play either Morris Catholic, the seven seed, or who we think they'll probably play is the two seed, Red Bank Catholic, mm -hmm. who we saw at the Battle of the Beach this year. Very, very good team, the Casey's. Very good. St. Joe and Red Bank Catholic, that'd be an entertaining game. Yeah. Um, we went through Coach Padgett's stars. We skipped through that. Um, we're almost to our Turnersvillejeep.com game of the week. I have not announced where I'm going yet, so it's a 
Uh, it's, I'm not Lee Corso. It's not going to be one of these helmets behind me. I'll give you that hint. Um, so, TurnsvilleJeep.com, game of the week. The best 11 rankings headed into the playoffs again. We'll revisit them at the end of the season, but we don't update them during the playoffs. All that. And maybe your favorite playoff memory, real quick. Yeah, I think we can squeeze it in. We'll go a little bit long, but I think we can squeeze it in. From I? Yeah, just think about it over the break. We'll be oh, right back. Right, okay. We'll be right back after this. Our game of the week this week is not sponsored by Turnsville Jeep. It's actually Cherry Hill Jeep on Route 70, home of the real zero-down deal. For over 50 years, Cherry Hill Jeep's been a big part in helping the community grow and is proud to sponsor South Jersey High School football. Cherry Hill Jeep is South Jersey's go-to dealership with the largest selection of new Jeeps, Chryslers, Dodges, and Ram trucks, plus a big inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Show them your high school football selfie if you're at the game of the week. Take a picture. Get a free oil change. Located on Route 70 in Cherry Hill or visit cherryhilljeep.com. They've helped us out this season all year. They're sponsoring the game of the week. Who could it be? A lot of good games this week to pick from. But you know what, Mac? I'm, I'm thinking about, we went back last week, Triton and Hamilton, a couple early hat winners. Went back to that well. Somebody I've heard a lot about this season but have not seen in person it's since gotta, the spring. It's got to be like a mid, mid-bracket mid matchup, right? Mid-bracket matchup. Maybe a team that, I don't know, last won a playoff game in 2014. It was 14-6. to six. They beat Woodbury. Hungry for some playoff success. Head down to Glosser. Right. Maybe we should get him a helmet like Corso. Throw one with that. <laughs> <laughs> He's going... <laughs> You're going to see the Lions. I'm going to see New Egypt. The Warriors headed to Gloucester 7 p.m. on Friday night. Yes. In a Group 1 playoff game, Sharky Burkhart has 1,456 yards this season, 28 touchdowns. Last week he had four carries. Three of them went for six. Uh, the single-season records for Gloucester, by the way, are held by Mike Blankenship in 2001. He ran for 2,009 yards and 33 scores. So we're going to see Sharky. The Finns are up. Game of the week, yes. Gloucester hosts New Egypt again. I, I cover softball. I was familiar with this as a softball rivalry. New for, turf uh, field. Yeah. It'll be, it's, oh, the first round of the playoffs is always awesome for that atmosphere, right? The team that's like, guys, we got Sharky running the ball. We got New Egypt coming all the way down here. Everybody in Gloucester is going to be in the state. Everybody. 
Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Dennis Vespi, superintendent. Great guy. He's done a nice job. And Kevin Minnick mentions here, New Egypt's only allowed 29 points. That's second fewest in the state. They have a guy, Ashton Semperviv. I hope I pronounced that right. Six foot two, 251-pound lineman. Uh, stars on both sides. And I, I saw his Twitter account. This is, he's also a modest guy. Somebody had something about his, his size and weight. He actually corrected him. He said, I, I, I'm a little bit smaller than that. <laughs> um, so he's a lot of guys like boosted up. You know, I say I'm 6'2". I'm really not. But good for him. It should be a great game. I say you know, I'm defense s- travels. I say, I, I say I'm 6'2". Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> defense travels. New Egypt's going to bring theirs down to see Glosser and Burke, Burkhart. Sure. Run game, defense. Yeah. You know, both teams, uh, you know, it's, it'll, it'll, it's, in this one, it's nice to be home. Yep. Again, it's yes. always nice to be home. But um, Gloucester, good, good rallying cry for the, for the town. Uh, go out and see the shark. Yep. Go see the shark. I'll be there. I hope to see him too. The hat and the shark. At the Holy City. Uh, the best 11 rankings we have, guys, everything has stayed the same, but let's go ahead and just run through them anyway. At 11, we have Woodbury. At 10, Woodrow Wilson. 9, Cherokee. 8, Washington Township. 7, Delsey. 6, Ocean City. 5, Winslow. 4, St. Joe. 3, Cedar Creek. 2, Millville. And 1, St. Augustine. We'll see how that shakes out after the playoffs, Mac. Yeah, they'll have a, a lot of some opportunities for teams to make some noise. They, that's right in front of them. You know, you look at some of the teams that are gonna could eventually play each other. Yeah, can shake up shake up the top eleven, best eleven. Yeah, and I think Winslow and St. Joe play on Thanksgiving this year, or that week. I think like a Wednesday before. I think so. I'm not entirely sure on that, but I think so. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how the Thanksgiving stuff shakes out this year. Um, all the playoffs and who's going to be the sectional final now before Thanksgiving when it used to be the week after. Now it's you got sectionals one, two, three, then well, the Thanksgiving game, and then in one way, it seems like this season's been so long, but in another way, it seems like it's flown by, right? You start thinking about individual games each week, it's a lot of games, but like I said, it feels like we were just getting poured on at Wonderland Pier, right. And now, now it's we're three weeks from Thanksgiving. We're gonna have a sectional championship, and you know. Am I invited over for Thanksgiving this year? Probably not. No, because you guys are playing on Thanksgiving. Well, that doesn't mean. I mean, the game's at ten. We Rod, I've I've never disinvited anybody. Right. This we, is the worst. This we, is that's the worst right there. We, he, I hear this he all just the said, time. He just said, "Am I invited over?" What do you? This is what I don't like, man. When you give that. You're invited until I say you're not. <laughs> like, that's not the case with me. If you show up to my house and I didn't invite you there, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. going to know real quick you were not invited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <But laughs> I, I'm going to be at a true. 10 o'clock game, I think. I'm pretty sure. I think it's, yeah, at, at Lenape, I believe. So it's a little bit, it's close to my house. Pick up some cider, Johnson's Farm right there afterwards. I, Johnson's is great. I think I've been, I don't. I'm not the cider picker upper. Maybe what? I'll pick up the cider. Or Maybe the, that's what they got. Good pot pies too. Right. They got good pies. I was just uh, I, don't know, I was just uh, talking about going to Johnson's. Johnson's. Farms. Yeah. Oh, I, this time here, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Max the gravy man though. I do the gravy. I don't go to Johnson's too much. 
That place, there's lines around the corner and the corner and the other corner and the uh, third corner. Yeah. I locked right. Freddie in a car one time in there when he was <laughs> 18 months old. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I want to I also bring up something here. Uh, at the end of this season, Gridiron Access, our buddies over there, are giving out a player of the year. We're going to give it out either on this show or on the Sunday podcast. This trophy is going to our player of the year. How cool is that? That's pretty sharp. That's pretty good. nice, huh? Yeah, that's good. I don't want to drop it. I don't want to drop it. Very nice. Very nice. Don't drop it. All right. Who's, who's selecting it? How's that well, going to work? We'll figure it out. We always do. Huh. All right. Thank it's you, guys. Going, it's, access. it's definitely going to be tough this year. It's <laughs> yes. not like last year. Last yes. year, you didn't even have to think about last who was year, the player of the year. Last year, they did not have to think no. about it. This year? I think that's why they called us. Because <laughs> I think they said, this might be easy every year. There might be a Cheek Smith every year. Now we got a bunch of guys. Speaking of that, Cheek Smith Saul scored. Saw him. Showed my son. I'm like this. Tom, look. Look at this cat. He's like, wow. He, he's legit. Right. He just goes. He's, he's just—he looks like the—you know—he's got the look. He's got it all. <sighs> I love that kid. So this was going to be tough to give out, huh? Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, yeah, Brian, we got a lot of, of dudes. Eight, nine, a lot of ten dudes. guys right off the top of my head. Oh, we got like three, four quarterbacks you can mention like that, and you got four or five backs. And don't forget the defensive guy, know, Sanders. I mean, you get eight interceptions in a season. That's like—that's crazy. <laughs> Kevin Minnick says Will Hickson. I. I, no offense to Will. I don't think Will's going to get this. That's one person I think, no. you know, we need a trivia trophy. We'll give that out to Will. Yes. We'll name it after Will. Yes. The Will Hickson trivia, that would be great. Mac, favorite playoff memory. Oh, my Go. gosh. Me? You got a minute. I got a minute. Here's a minute. So, I'm, I'm, I'm at age seven. I see Penn Salkin get upset by Brick. That's probably the most indelible 8-6 loss Pensal, at Penn Salkin because I wasn't allowed on the field. I was too young. Penn Salkin beating Cherokee, as, as my dad seeing that happen. As a player, I think it would be beating St. Joe's 7-0 in 86. As a coach, um, we had some cool ones, but, you know. 10-7. at Rowan. Um, you know, the, the way that came together at the end there. Um, and as a dad, watching Freddie as a sophomore, what they did at Shawnee, and watching Brett, my other guy, upset the Chargers at Rowan that year with uh, – with Sean A, that yeah. was kind of uh, that was a that was pr- that was that was that a pretty was a big one. that was a pretty yeah. big game for us. So as a, I've had some cool things as a son, as a player, as a coach, as a dad. It's that was like six memories. That was less than a, one. Less than a minute. You gave once he gave me a minute. I was like, boom! I Man. had a bang. I had to put them all rapid in. fire. And, you, and I <laughs> threw that on him right before the breaks. That was that was excellent, Mac. Well, yeah. Well, I've I've, I've been fortunate. I've been a lot around in 1986 that weekend. We won the championship. My dad won the South Jersey. They beat the, the 86 team, won the South Jersey Group 4 championship. And my uncle at, North, at um, Frankfurt won the public league title in Philadelphia in the same weekend. Pretty cool. Weekend, 10 days after Thanksgiving, two weeks before Christmas, you know. And they kind of were scattered. I, we, saw kind of, we got a chance to see each other kind of play because of the different days. Favorite playoff memory for me in South Jersey – a lot of good games. Jonathan Taylor against Woodbury was great. First time I ever saw him play. Never forget it. Uh, Timber Creek Delsey, that game where, where Mason Maxwell mm-hmm. was excellent. Uh, that's one of them. Devin Leary at Hamilton that year. Your game for sure. There have been a lot of good ones, but we used to cover, uh, in Virginia, we used, co- used to cover games at James Monroe, JM, in Fredericksburg, 
three years in a row, went down there, covered sectional finals or, or whatever, and it was an unbelievable atmosphere, man. The whole city was in there. One game went to triple overtime. There's a lot of cool events, man. Just a playoff time, like you just never forget you the way the temperature felt, like who you were with. The biggest plays. And, awesome. and, and parts of the game, right? It's not always like everybody says, oh, you know, like the Mulville's kick, right, to win the game. Yeah. I mean, I had a conversation with someone the other day about, a, 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 hey, I swear to God, punting. Yeah. <laughs> and I said right. to somebody, I said, man, we had to make a punt from our 15-yard line to flip a field in the state final game that took us out of our own end zone, put the other, you That's know. Right. Put yeah. RV now was on the – and then when they punted it back to us, instead of us starting on our own six-inch yard line – we now start the drive on our own 45. You bring up that game. That's one of my best memories. I have two. One was when you guys were playing RV, um, JoJo, running down downhill into the end zone where we were. Yeah. Um, the other one, sorry, Coach, was the, the Timber Creek game, Dante Wall. I, I, that's probably one of the best performances I've seen in a championship-type game. That, that right. cat went no. Crazy. I mean, look, we, we, I mean, and then the, 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 we, couldn't, we couldn't run our read outside zone stuff. Matty LeJoy came up to me shrugging his shoulders. I'm just like, I look at him like, just, <laughs> right, right. that's just a different dude on the outside, Matt. Yeah. And then, and then and Devin hit us. He, he hit on the ladder on our sideline. JP? Yeah. Uh, uh, over the back shoulder. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually, yeah. I think I might have clapped a little bit. And yeah. Woj grabbed me and said, what are you? I was like, whoa, did you see that throw? Yeah. That, that game. <laughs> there was some crazy stuff. You guys were going back and forth. That was a, a championship game. I like games like that. Yeah. We, we, we battled for a we, yeah. we battled. It was a 10 10. You know, we battled for a mm -hmm. half, and then they, they wore us down a second. But hey, listen, that was, it was a great football. Uh, just being, I, tell the, I used to tell the kids, man, just, just to feel being it's different. It's playoffs. Real quick, you talk about back home in Virginia. Yeah. So um, my younger brother, um, down in Mississippi, my, uh, he's a two-time state champion. My my aunt was the principal of the high school at Clarksdale High School in Clarksdale, Mississippi. They have tons of D1 guys and tons of NFL guys back home. Cooper Tires is the biggest thing in the town. Right, right. Walmart is the is the Cherry Hill Mall. <laughs> That's where you go to hang out, right? So I'm just setting the stage for you, but. They traveled down to Jackson State and played a state championship at Jackson State. You're talking about a packed house for high school football. That was my first time seeing it because, you know, when I was younger, I was a ball boy and right. I, I went to that stuff, but I don't remember it. But going back when I was 18, 19 years old, and I'm seeing Jackson State packed the bowl yeah. for a high school game, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Crazy stuff. Nothing like those experiences. Man. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing, after driving four hours for a first-round playoff game when I covered the ball in Virginia, mm -hmm. I don't ever want to hear these road trips are too long. Too long, Jersey. yeah. Longest right. road trip's two hours, right. bro. Right. Get over it. Yeah. Come on. They, they traveled three hours to go play at Come Jackson on, man. State. You play a first-round <laughs> game and you go five – some guys are going five hours. Right. Don't worry about your two-hour drive. It's not a problem. Right. Um Couple shout outs. First thing I want to say, coaches, if you're listening, get involved with the Touchdown Club, get in contact with me, send in your dues. We want everybody in that thing. Get your stars recognized the end of the season. Mm -hmm. um, some of our sponsors this season, Ricky Moriello, Remax Community. 
If you're looking for real estate in the area, find Ricky, reach out to him. Give him a ring at 609-352-9476. If you know somebody who's giving a positive impact in your South Jersey community, email Sully, Sully at SouthJerseyImpact.com or call him 856-336-2600. He's got an excellent venture there, SouthJerseyImpact.com. The Hats Off podcast will be Sunday at some point. We'll let you know what time, probably around noon here this week. Sunday, we'll have the Hats Off winner from that Gloucester game, hopefully. Uh, sponsored by the Morristown Fieldhouse. Morristown Fieldhouse, designed to provide a high-quality destination-based indoor sports facility and sports science center for all your needs. 55,000-square-foot facility, 70-yard climate-controlled indoor turf game field, 10,000-square-foot training center. We talked about that Jersey Jam showcase that Tom Padgett's putting together. That's going to be at Morristown Fieldhouse. They do a great job. Visit them at fieldhousemorristown.com. And, of course, a special thank you, as always, to Roderick Self. The D2 Sports Network, his company, will be streaming the Wilson and Triton game at 1 p.m. on Saturday on his YouTube channel. He gets it all done here for us at beautiful Studio B. This is the place to record your podcast. You've got photo shoots and all that stuff. Be sure to look up Rod. Studio B 856. What do you think, Mac? We ready? Did we cover it all? I think we did. I think we did. My, my head's spinning. A lot going on, but... Fun time of year. This is this is this is cool. This is why we play the game. Yeah. It's crunch time. Remember South Jersey, especially if you're going out of town. Represent us well, man. We're all rooting for you. He he, he means out of town, driving 45 minutes north. Yeah. <laughs> out of town. Out of town. Not across the state. Right. You're going. You're driving 45 minutes north or northeast. <laughs> take care of business. Yeah, take care of business, especially against a couple of those other conferences. Let's show them how strong the West Jersey Football League is. Yes. Uh, we'll be back here next Wednesday at 7 p.m. to talk about the semifinals and talk about what happened in these first rounds. We will see you then.